0: Hello, hello, party people, and welcome to the first ever highly anticipated episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. My name is Kendra Middleton, alongside my co-host Sarah Griffin. We have an awesome, awesome first show for you today, so uh, let's go.
1: Sarah, Kendra, I see you, ladies. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. Uh. Looking like you just graduated, Woo. coming from a place that y'all gravitate, looking like a boss, I just had to say, Woo. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread, all right sis, knock them out, Mike Tyson, Woo. and I like it, show me a place I can buy it, Woo. but you priceless. What's Super
0: up, up everybody, I'm welcome excited. to the first ever episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. My name is Kendra Middleton, I am joined by my freaking awesome and like now famous co-host, Sarah Griffin. Sarah, first off, I have to know, what are you drinking?
2: (laughs) I am drinking, of course, a Bud Light Seltzer. It's the blue raspberry one.
0: I have the high noon, I have the pineapple one. I would love to drink, okay, here's my, here's my, we're starting this off strong. We'll tell you what this podcast is about in a second, but I have a gripe with Bud Light Seltzers (laughs) that I have to get off my chest. I am fucking allergic to those, and all of my friends won't shut up about them. I'm like, I want to try them, but, like, I would die.
2: Because I tried it the first time with you, I was, like, amazed that you couldn't
0: <laughs> <laughs> have that. I know! It's so stupid. Okay, all right. Well, welcome to Saturdays and Seltzers. Those are the seltzers we have in hand this week. Welcome to our show. Basically, we are just turning our Twitter into a talk show, I feel like. As we should. Yeah, as, as we should. As we should. Our Twitter's kind of chaotic. Both of our Twitters are kind of chaotic, but... I found Sarah like my god like maybe a month ago and I followed her and like a week later after us interacting and bantering back and forth on each other's tweets I was like all right this can't just be Twitter banter like we fell in love on Twitter but like now we are actually like doing something (laughs) about that and I think that it's so so cool. Well I
2: told you I think it's Faith because I met a girl who knew you when I was sitting on a (laughs) plane Maybe weeks before that, and she's like, "Oh, do you know Kendra Middleton? Like, you guys work in the same like field, like whatever." Like, I went to college with her. I was like, "Oh, like I know of her, but like I've never really met her or anything." And here we are.
0: <laughs> so funny because I don't know how I didn't find you sooner. Because you, I mean, you had. We'll, we'll talk about your uh your tweet that went beyond viral later. But like, I found you from like a Red Sox tweet or something like that. And it's not often that I see girls in the industry who are willing to like tell it like it is or like use the F word. And I saw you and I was like, that's my fucking girl. Like this girl, like I, we have to, this is like, this is it. That's, that's it. That's a tweet.
2: This is it. This is what we needed to do. It was a calling and we got brought together. (laughs) And then we
0: put it out into the universe on Twitter and we were like, all right, what should we name the show? And we got some absolutely fantastic responses. I think my favorite one that we didn't use was Bear Midgriff." that one was dynamite whoever said that like you're a baller that is so smart
2: yeah, I said to them like they need some credit I wish I remember yeah. who it was <laughs> oh my god I
0: know but there were some really funny ones and then like if you haven't seen the rest of them go look at our twitter banner because they're absolutely ridiculous I love that whoever said chicks and hot chicks and bikinis used like multiple x's and threw shade at you about your tiktoks but also was like please dm me
2: yeah, that one was kind of, I was like, all right, we don't need to bring up the TikToks. Let's, that was a low point in life. Come on. As <laughs> 20, if they I
0: stopped. Laugh. Okay, I so you, you've been like dying, like hella sick this week, right? Yes, so,
2: so sick. <laughs> I got a rapid COVID test, I think it was Monday, because I just woke up, I was like, hmm, I don't feel very good, because I started feeling sick after the Red Sox game Sunday, I was like, eh, who knows? And then I woke up Monday morning. I was like, oh, I still don't feel that great. Then it was like mid afternoon. All of a sudden, I had like a high grade fever. I was like, hmm, that's not great. <laughs> yeah. Like, There's a new thing of COVID going around. I was like, I hope to God I don't have it. So I got a rapid test. It came back negative. But I was like, uh, eh, you cannot reach your sure. My fever's not going down. I took like Tylenol. I was like napping all throughout the day, like everything. It just wasn't working out so <laughs> then finally i was like okay let's see negative nothing and i feel fine today i'm obviously super congested but i live to tell the tale
0: <laughs> yeah because i texted you monday after i saw your tweets and i was like okay sarah's definitely got the big Rony. like caught the big Rony, hundo p i was like she's not even gonna be able to drink seltzers tonight she's gonna be like taking shots of nyquil and that's just gonna be the show <laughs> like Sarah's literally gonna black out on NyQuil on our first episode but like no you're here you're alive I can't believe it after the
2: so alive.
0: <laughs> I don't know yeah I was like oh my god Sarah has a big roni like what is happening but anyways um I, <laughs> um I, yeah it would be you it would be you and then of course I saw you like a couple days ago so I was like do I because we're both like hashtag vax so, like we are we we did the thing like we are you know whatever so I was it's like, be fine but like episode number one and Sarah's about the big roni but no thank god we're out here you're alive like you said tell the tale okay. oh my god so I have a question for you because I actually don't know this about you how did you get into sports
2: it's a weird story actually so I went to college Bridgewater State to be a teacher I wanted to be a high school history teacher what and, yeah <laughs> I... I know completely so so different than what I'm doing now
0: yeah I'd say so so I was
2: like okay I want to be a high school history teacher whatever I made it up till junior year you know I passed all like the licensure exams like I did like observation hours I was getting ready to teach a whole nine yards and I kind of put together I was like I have no intentions to teach at all like I don't want to teach like anyone who's a teacher, like God bless you, but I went to teach high school and I was like, I cannot handle <laughs> like I'm too sensitive.
0: And I was like, oh I my can, like, God. Just like
2: history and I like writing. You'd be like playing
0: Taylor Swift, <laughs> like, like hung How- over How- at your How- desk like How- like How- five AM or eight AM on a, How- and a How- Monday How- morning. How- you'd just be like Oh my God. I can't even the Disney live the Disney that you would play and like the Lizzie <laughs> McGuire that those kids would just not appreciate would be Oh my god, you literally like come in hungover and like just put on like some really shitty like girly did like what like one of the Lindsay Lohan like Disney movies from uh, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. I could see you like Teenage on the projector and these kids <laughs> would just be like this bitch is so old. What the fuck is going on? Isn't she a crackhead? You know what I mean?
2: They make me cry on a daily basis. I just know they would. I'm like I'm not cut out for this.
0: You would sit the kids next to each other that, like, maybe had a crush on each other to try and, like, form some sort of something. Yeah. So I would, do
2: that would be my favorite part of it, to be honest. Like, not the teaching part, but, like, so then junior year, I was like, I don't want to do this at all. And I wanted to work in sports since elementary school, but I was just like, well, that's not a thing you can do. That's kind of just what I thought. I don't know. It was just my immediate assumptions. Like, that's too hard. You can't do it. And I just started writing on my own, just out of, because I like writing. So I was like, I'm just going to start writing about baseball, because I like baseball. And at the same time, it was around when the Red Sox were having their unbelievable season 2018, and mm-hmm. I was just live-tweeting everything. At the time, I had maybe, like, 500 followers, and I was just yeah. like, wow, people actually seem to like it. Like, I didn't know there's a whole sphere of Twitter that was, like, baseball, Red Sox, where I just had, like, people from school, like, that was it, and would get one or two likes. And I was like, why is this, like, getting attention? So I was like, well, you guys should read this stuff, then, that I've been writing to no one. <laughs> that yeah, is awesome going
0: awful that is sick so awesome. i'm like i guess i kind of <laughs> like- yeah well i mean you are like crushing the twitter game i was like i remember when i found you i was like how do i not know who this girl is she has like so many twitter followers we shared a lot of the same twitter <laughs> follows a lot of our trolls are the same so it's like how have i never That's seen this girl yeah and it's like i've been trying i think i yeah we talked about this like I've been trying to start a podcast since like fucking Vietnam dude and I'm like I need another girl because like guys want to listen to girls talk about sports you know what I mean it's like do I want to stand here and watch someone like a dude talk about it yeah cool like that perspective is awesome but it's like girls just have such a different perspective on sports because it's like I didn't learn football by like taking snaps or playing downs or whatever like you learn it in such a different way so it's like I don't understand why some of these like bigger networks bigger companies aren't investing in more female talent it's like we just bring such a different aspect to it that is so undervalued
2: well that's the thing I feel like a lot of like especially like sports social media like I feel like and most of the connections I made have just been women it's like there are so many women that want to be in this field they're so good at it like why is there not more of it you know
0: yeah it's really sad it's like I I mean I'm sure just like you like you've found people in this industry who are women who you know, almost kind of always have these same similar stories about how they got into the business. It's like either they played sports and didn't want to get out of it and didn't have a future playing pro, or it's like, they never had a future playing at all. It's just, they enjoyed it and they wanted to talk about it. And it was like a passion for them, but it's like, you feel like it's so gatekept by like the elite in sports media, because it's not what you do, it's truly who you know, which is sad. And it's like, I got into this industry by figuring out that I knew just as much about sports as guys. Like I called into a radio show during a world cup in like middle school on my way to like, marine science camp that I wrote papers to get into every summer. You had to be at the bus stop at like 8 a.m. And it was like in the Southern hemisphere somewhere. It might've been like South, I might've been the South Africa world cup or something. And all these guys kept calling in to win like a mother's day gift card for flowers. And getting the questions about the World Cup wrong. And I looked at my dad and I was like, dad, I could fucking do this in my sleep. And he was like, all right, like fucking call in then. So I was like, all right, fuck it. We ball, like called in, got all the answers right. And won the gift card. And I was like, yeah, I'm like in seventh grade. Like I just really wanted to win flowers for my mom. <laughs> like, Send my mom flowers. And then I was like, looking back and I was like, dang, like maybe I really can do this. You know, it's like girls always have that like moment of like, okay, well, like I could totally do this. Yeah, it's like you were no, saying, like, when you're on Twitter, yeah. Oh, yeah, once
2: I gained getting followers on Twitter and stuff, and, like, people were actually, like, honestly, I think it was once I saw that people were actually reading my articles, like, I saw the views, I was like, oh, it's yeah. not just my mom.
0: <laughs> no, totally, yes, I say that all the time. I'm like, it's not just my mom. Shout out, Deej, if she's listening to this, but, like, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> people started saying they were, like, fans of mine recently, and I was like, what do you mean, fans? Like, is not that just my mom. Like, what? <laughs> but um yeah it's like I feel like yeah. girls always just have That's those stories yeah it's like and I mm-hmm. love to hear it because it's it's inspiring and like I don't think it's talked about it enough like I could tell you like I mean men at ESPN went to Syracuse and whatever but it's like girls just have such a different route sometimes um and I feel like
2: yeah, there's
0: just not yeah or they play sports and they've gotten in somewhere but it's like girls just like aren't that lucky sometimes i feel like but it's it's cool to see it changing and like i'm sure you have friends in the industry and like stuff like that which i'm sure we'll get on here at some point but it's just it's so interesting to hear like that breakthrough moment because it seems it seems like that that's a pattern
2: no there's always that one breakthrough moment and that's you're like okay Because for a while, I was like, I should never have left the teaching program. Like, this is not going to work out. This is going to be awful. Then you have that one moment where you're like, okay, this is worth it. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to be okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just like anything. I was actually talking to my friend group yesterday. And I was saying how every person I've ever known in education should not belong in education. Like, they're the teachers that, like, I, like, see, like, my roommates freshman year, all three of them were education majors and i was like i would not let any of you fuckers spend a day with my kid let alone like years at a time like you should not be molding the youth you're fucking nuts like get help so i'm like are we doomed is like what is happening but thank god you are not a teacher because my kid. i mean not that i'd be pissed about my kid be raising like being raised on lizzie mcguire and baseball but like holy shit sarah
2: i'm like oh i'm too sensitive But then I'm like, and I subject myself to the internet every day
0: instead. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like your kid is going to be the kid who's just always crying and their first word is fuck.
2: Always stressed out, knows way too many swears, like always,
0: always. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So speaking of women in sports, I think that it is time for our first segment ever, who my friend Adriana suggested that we call this segment the Boston Tea Party because we are going to be spilling the tea about local Boston people, maybe not local Boston people at some point, but for now, all the drama in the sports media world here. So uh, Chris Curtis, we've got to put you on blast. Obviously, I have not broken my Greg Hill show, Silence. I don't plan on doing that anytime soon. Maybe if people tweet me once we get to, like, X number of whatever, I'll talk about it. But for right now, um, no. But Chris Curtis is is on the hot seat. Um, earlier this weekend, he put out a tweet um, that was a video of a girl who was so kind, so sweet, like, waited for everyone to walk by, waited until, like, people weren't watching, like, people weren't buying, like, what, like, a $5.25 bag sense of, like, popcorn? Like, she was she was so nice and she was just like no wait and she like put her hand up and took her little picture and it was a fucking cute ass picture and Chris Curtis Chris Curtis put this bitch on blast on the internet I want to find this girl I want to be friends with you I want to like your picture I want to share your picture find us if someone knows this girl send send her our way but like holy crap what the fuck old man like what if someone was like yeah here's a here's a bald guy enjoying baseball at Fenway Park in 2021 what a fucking loser
2: but I'm like, you're recording someone. <laughs> like you just pull out your phone. Like if I saw someone just with their phone right on me as I'm like trying to take a I'm like, um, I'm very terrified of you right now. I'm uncomfortable. Like I kinda wanna leave.
0: <laughs> oh my god, no. I literally would have been like, care. I would have been like, You wanna come get my picture, old man? Like, fuck it, let's go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, why do you care? Like, let the girl take her picture. And that's exactly it's like the same shit when I'm at the gym. It's like I'm feeling judged for making them like taking a picture of like a memory at a baseball park or like I don't know like on the squad machine like I feel like I'm like constantly being judged by dudes for like doing stuff and it's like yeah dude I exist in your world piss off like if I want to take a fucking picture at Fenway I'm gonna take a cute-ass picture at Fenway
2: you know it's the same people are like oh baseball's a dying sport like not enough young people are enjoying it like here's a literal young person enjoying it and you're like nope can't do it can't enjoy it that way like it's a nice memory. Like, it's nice to look back at. wow.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah, and it's like, why do you care? Like, you work in the media business, too. Like, it's all about where you are, who you're with, what picture you're posting, and all of that crap. Like, you're in the game, too. Like, piss off. And you know what I bet happened? She stayed for the comeback, and on his show, he talked about how he didn't stay for the comeback. And I haven't listened to the Greg Hill Show in a long-ass time for obvious reasons, but I listened today to see if he would address it, and I got, like, two hours in and not a word. Yeah. he owes that girl an apology no,
2: I didn't realize he left the game early
0: dude <laughs> yeah he said he left like in the beginning of the eighth and didn't even see the comeback and he was like bitching about it on Twitter and it's like I bet that girl fucking stayed and she had a picture to prove that she was there and it's I'm like sure have you was, never sure yeah okay. have you never taken a picture at fucking Fenway like come on who hasn't <laughs> I love the, I love the comments roasting him they were like uh like me and my wife are trying to go to every baseball park and like we take a picture there like what's wrong with that I loved that at one point there were like thousands of quote tweets, and he had like maybe 130 likes on it.
2: Oh, he got ratioed to death! <laughs> oh my god, he deleted it. Was, it. He deleted yeah, it, and then didn't a Had no follow up. Just pretending like it didn't happen. And then yeah. I, it was the Fisher social like replied. He was like, "You ever going to like say anything?"
0: <laughs> yeah, a bunch no, of big no. accounts like picked it up quick. Picked it up quick, yeah. and I like he got dragged, and he deleted it. And like you can't not make a statement about it. Like that it's still on my timeline, dude. It's just sad. It's like well, I think the boomers are like ruining baseball, not baseball ruining baseball. Like you're making it like like back to gatekeeping. You're fucking gatekeeping baseball. Like you're like, we want people to show up and now girls are showing up and you're like, don't take your pictures. Blah, you're blocking my scene. Fuck off.
2: Well the same thing happened. I think it was last year. It was some girl at a Yankees game. The game hadn't even started. I think it was just before the game. And first of all the girls and it turns out she's an actual like model like supermodel and she was taking a picture for her Instagram, because she had, like, thousands and thousands of followers, whatever, so she just posts wherever she goes, because that's her job. And the game, yeah, I used to maybe, and, like, I did it, yeah. And, like, the girl ended up seeing it, and she was, like, I didn't know. She's, like, I'm honestly not even from America. I was just visiting New York and watching yeah. a picture at this baseball game, <laughs>
0: Dude, yeah. Like, why do you care? Like, especially because it makes girls feel uncomfortable. Like, just stop pointing your camera. I okay, I actually so I've been, you know, as, as one does Snapchatting a boy. And he was at the Sox game behind home plate like a week ago. And he sent me multiple videos of an old man Recording the ball girls' asses in their shorts. I was like, when you got these, yes. yes, Yes." yes. Oh my God, yes. (laughs) And like during the fucking national anthem, is recording these ball girls' asses. They are just at work in their fucking uniforms, working, and you're recording their ass cheeks. Fuck off and burn in hell, old man. Like, what is happening? What is we doing? Literally, boomers. boomers are ruining baseball and I stand by that let the bitches go to the baseball game and that's that like just just live your life move on if you see an ass take a look take a look don't record it and fucking move on okay go home to Karen and call it a night that's how I feel and that's mic drop I'm not actually gonna drop this mic, but uh yeah there it is although I will say since we want to talk about Aaron Rodgers next I would let Aaron Rodgers take pictures of my butt after he showed up at training camp the other day with that man pun
2: okay <laughs> I said something he the could. other day I think was, they were like talk I think they were talking about Shailene Woodley and they're like oh yeah super attractive I thought they were talking about Aaron Rodgers I was like oh yeah so hot, so hot. <laughs> like, oh, no and I was like is that not a common opinion I was like I thought we all universally agreed Aaron Rodgers is a good looking guy
0: yes yeah <laughs> like, yeah Yes. Yeah, okay. this is an Aaron Rodgers stand podcast, okay? The only thing, the only knock I give him on his first day of school outfit is the fact that when I first saw him, I thought he was wearing fucking pit vipers, like the sunglasses. Is he not? I don't think so. I don't think they're pit vipers, but they're like wannabe pit vipers. That's my only like gripe. Okay. Like I, I, I love the man short. bun. Yeah, me too. But like I, I zoomed in really far, and I'm like, mm, I think those are just like another form of douche glass but like the the man bun and the flip-flops work for me I gotta say
2: I would say I do I'm not usually very 50 50 on man buns he can work the man bun
0: yeah okay okay, yeah he he works it but like my thing is is that like he looks like the kid who showed up like just without the skateboard who was like your your high school like pot dealer like does Aaron Rodgers burn like he has to right
2: there's all those videos in the off-season of him with Shaylee Woodley, and they're doing all these like earthy crutch. He has to. He has Anne, to. Maybe he did Anne before. Rogers, yeah. But he does now.
0: Aaron Rodgers definitely. No way. Yep, he definitely burns. But he also like knows drama. He kept that shit going for so <laughs> long. Did you see his press conference day when he was like, "Yeah, I, uh, I love the or uh, the fans." That sent me he was like it was just very typical like interview when it's like yeah the organization's awesome I love the fans I love my teammates but he's like I love the or the fans
2: I just I'm like you are an absolute drama queen and I love that
0: yeah I (laughs) I mean I mean like if you want something and you are of value it's like why is it different than any other job like if you like if I go to work tomorrow and I feel like I'm being underappreciated I'm gonna be like yo brother I feel underappreciated and I'm Especially I'm the best at my job, and I know it. And instead of getting me help on the offense in the first round last year, you drafted a fucking – my replacement instead of talent for That's me. The- and we were one play away. Like, are you kidding? Could you imagine? I, I well, would – I,
2: yeah,
0: I would tell <laughs> to kiss my a- ass. Thing. Yeah, I would tell him to kiss There's my a- ass. Yeah, I can retire and go to – Je- Yeah, oh, my God, I can retire and go to Jeopardy tomorrow. Okay, I already have a job lined up and like debatably, like my three favorite things in the whole world other than my dog are like NFL football, Jeopardy, and Waffle House. So it's like if Aaron Rodgers could like do that, like I'd be set. Like imagine.
2: That would be ideal situation for you. (laughs) Like, yeah.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. His like balls like don't fit in his pants. It's unreal. But it's like (laughs) Oh my god, it's fantastic! Like, good for you. Honestly, like, more people should do that more often. And I wholeheartedly believe that. Stir up the stir the pop. I know.
2: Yeah, Make them totally. appreciate you.
0: Fuck it. Why do you think we talked about Chris Curtis off the bat? Fuck it. So <laughs> I know that you have been most excited about the trade deadline. I would okay. So is it Jordan's furniture that does the like free furniture thing if the Red Sox have a no-hitter in September? Yes. Who or is it Bob's? I don't know. It's Jordan's. Is that who it is? imagine because if the, I think so. imagine if the socks have sale and scherzer the people that bought that furniture are getting fucking free furniture
2: i never even thought because i always say me and my mom are like what a douchebag he is oh yeah if there's a no hitter in september as if there's ever going to be a no hitter in september and we're like especially this red socks rotation like that's just not going to happen you can Chris sale and sale max scherzer. you got a pretty solid two out of five Dude,
0: i wish i bought fucking furniture. Like I dead ask what right, I bought
2: furniture. The deadline.
0: Like what
2: was it, the deadline on that? I think it, was it passed like, a while ago. It was
0: like April or May, but now I'm like, damn it, dude. I should have like even just bought like one thing just to be like, yeah. That would have been <laughs> so nice. But I also I, I I don't think I don't think there's any chance we get him or Rizzo to be honest. Like and, and I don't know why I mean he, what do you think?
2: See, Scherzer, I think I mean what I don't know for sure, obviously, but I'm like, I feel like he's just gonna go somewhere in the NL West. That's what it seems to be leaning towards. He yeah. said himself, he's like, I'd rather go out yep. to the West, whatever. And I oh, know, like you saying, it's not like Bloom isn't in on Scherzer, but everyone above him is, and they're pushing him too which I'm like, just let him Bloom do his thing. He knows what the fuck he's doing. Please, just let him do his thing. We don't he's need it. Like, it'd be nice, but. I don't want to give up a bunch just for a rental and then I don't know we made it this far if we had Chris Sale you know you have Tanner Hawk back up like are you really, are you I'd more like concerned- Scherzer, I don't really give up on him
0: yeah I don't either but are you more concerned about pitching or like bats on offense like what's what's your bigger concern here
2: my bigger concern is definitely first base
0: but yeah I love
2: Bobby I he's adorable you want Rizzo I do want Rizzo I don't know Because I'm like, it does not feel like a high blue move for us to get Rizzo. That's Mm -hmm. the thing. I'm like, he's going to get some out of the box pick and it'll probably work out. Like I would love Rizzo, but I don't, I mean, if we get him, I'll be thrilled, but I just don't see it going in that direction. Yeah. But again, I never know. Because that's the other time bloom. He just... You don't get any leaks. Like, you have no clue what he's thinking. Whereas, like, the Padres, I swear to God, like, are like, hey, tweet this out. Like
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: totally. Then we're
2: in on this person.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, as they should, that's like Bill Belichick one-on-one, you know? It's Like, fuck with everybody else. Yeah. I love it. I love the no, mind game. I games. love it. Shake it the fuck up. I, I like it. I love the
2: mind game.
0: Yeah, oh my God. Do you have any other, like, opinions on any other moves? Like, I... I not really there's been so much going on that I feel like I haven't followed it as much as I'd like to but like obviously being close to the Red Sox and being a Giants fan like I, my attention is on Scherzer
2: yeah oh yeah I would love to see Scherzer honestly go to the Giants like I'd be so happy with that because I also like that like you said you're a Giants fan I like the direction the Giants are going and I'm like they're like actual like contenders like they're really not numbering I'd rather you go there oh. Yeah, it is an odd number here and then the other team I'm paying attention to is the Yankees just because I'm like there's no way they're not going to like make any additions right like they need to do something but yeah. Ryan Cashman's kind of I'm like there's already been a few players like they needed that guy what yeah. what are you doing
0: yeah <laughs> all right NHL the only the only thing no. of there's there's three things I have of note personally and they are all personal and all I'm right. sure you can relate to the Sean Corelli thing, because Sean, good for him going home. Hate to see him go, though. Uh, he's such a nice guy. He's kind of funny. Like, he just, he fit into this team really well. So I'm sad to see him go. And then I'm sad to see Martin Jones leave the Sharks. Wicked sad moment for us. Um, we, yeah, that's that's sad for us. And then I think the saddest of all, just for, like, personal reasons, I grew up a Bolts fan before I covered like the Sharks Stanley Cup out West and stuff. So like I I still keep up the Bolts like they're not my team like I can't claim that I'm like super out of this world stoked that they won the Stanley Cup the last two years but like I, I was supporting them but my freshman year of college we I lived with a girl from Tampa and we had a Tyler Johnson fathead in our front window of our kitchen that everyone we lived in like the first house in like the complex so everyone had to drive by and see tyler johnson's head every single day and i have loved that he is just this little ass dude who has won two scaly cups in a row and his fathead sat in our front kitchen window for my first year of college so it's like personal but i'm like damn it dude
2: no there yeah definitely sean corrales I'm happy he's going home. That's good for him. Yeah. But And there really wasn't much of a fit left for him with the Burns. Like, I get that. That's the other thing. Like, I know I keep seeing all the stuff about Debras, So like, he's probably going to get traded. I'm like, I just like the fan in you. I'm like, Oh, don't go. It's, it's sad, the exact though. same thing. Yeah. You're like, I know it's for the best, but I miss you.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I miss it's like, you. yeah, it's like, it's- you feel like a part of your like loyalty is like ripped away. It's like how I feel about Pavelski now that he's gone too. I'm like, well, he was the first hockey jersey I ever bought. So um, this one hurts. <laughs> well,
2: did you see they traded Ladar and then they signed whats its face to, like, Holy shit, like, a three-year, four-year deal? Jackson! Like, that mean- oh, my God. Sorry.
0: He, uh I don't What the hell? Anyway. Like,
2: does that mean Tuka's, like, gone? Like, are we not getting Tuka back? I I have
0: thought for a long time that he was going to be gone. Like, I, I, I think I was... Jackson Jeffrey Middleton, sir, <laughs> Um, rude. But I, I remember saying this at the beginning of the season, like, I don't think that Chuka is going to be here next year. I don't think that he's going to be with the team. Like uh, just the way that he was like addressing the media and the playoffs and stuff. I was like, I feel like he is just checked out and trying to prove that he can still fit on a team somewhere because I'm sure he still wants to play. Like he's still like able to play, but I just don't think that he is like in it with like the Bruins organization anymore.
2: And especially with him, like, having surgery and stuff and not coming back to, like, I don't know, January. And, like, I'm one of the, like, staunch, like, two good defenders. I'm like, I will defend this man with my life. And I'm like, it's starting to just trend in the direction that he's, like, he doesn't even want to, especially now with those moves. I'm like, oh, no, is it happening? Like, I feel like it's, I've thought it's going to happen for, like, several times over the course of the last two years. And I'm like, nope, he's going to keep playing. He's going to keep playing. But now they're making all these moves. And they have, like, this goalie team coming up. Like, oh. And, again, he got signed to a long, like, I think it was a four-year deal. Oh. Like, he's the future. And then you have Swayman coming up, too.
0: I love Jeremy Swayman. I'm a Jeremy Swayman stan. And that's a lot coming from me because, like, I covered hockey at UNH, like, my last few years of college. And we always played against Jeremy Swayman. And he's a
1: beast.
0: Yeah, he's a beast. And it's like, um anyway, so like I, I think that I think that when his number was called this season, he played out of this world for being a rookie and like what was asked of him. So it's like I'm I'm not mad that Tuka's gone. Like I could see him being like a top five or ten goalie in the league in the future. And his his coaching at Maine was great. Coming from the hockey east is always like an easy transition to the NHL, I feel like. So, it's like I, I really trust that the development of the Bruins knows what they're doing, especially because they've seen this kid play in clutch moments when it's like literally when his, he was called upon. So, I, I'm not you know, mad about it. Yeah. Stood
2: on his head. I'm excited for Swayman because I want him to do well and I think he's going to do well. And he definitely is the face of the future. I don't know. Saying goodbye to you guys is going to be a tough one. And he's also one of the most disrespected athletes in Boston by far. I so would agree I feel with like that. I he won't even get their recognition. So. Yeah. I think yeah, it's I the would... other part that kind of hits me. I'm like, no one ever appreciated this man like he should be.
0: I just want to be appreciated. But yeah, no, I, I agree. <laughs> I, think, I think it's going to be a sad day um, in Boston when he leaves for some people and a not so sad day for others. I don't know. I, that's okay. As someone who's not a Bostonian, why is there such a divide on the Tuca thing?
2: I do not. I ask myself this every time because there's like, you watch one Bruins game without fail there's always some discourse about Tuka after he could not even play in the game and they're like oh that was on Tuca like he should have been in there it's just always his fault somehow and I'm like what do you see the other goalies this league like we have one of the best goalies in the league he's a goalie he's saying freaking everything he's gonna have bad nights whatever and yeah I think for sure Tuka maybe sometimes stirs the pot a little bit in some of his interviews where he kind of comes off the wrong way I don't think he means to and then the whole thing happened with the bubble when he left for a good, valid reason. But then there's I those things, uh, you know. Boys yeah. and sports fans can be nuts. They yeah. do not understand. Some of them don't have any humanity, compassion. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Okay, and so that's actually, that's
0: yeah. That's actually like a good transition into like what I wanted to talk about next is like the Olympics. And obviously the headline of that is some of vials and mental health. And it's like so many people have been dragging her on the internet today for pulling out and it's like there is so much more to like your own life and life in general and your own mental health and your own mental capacity that like if you I don't care if it's like fucking like a game seven in something or the olympics or whatever like if you're not there you're not there and that's okay and I think that it takes a lot more courage to be like hey I'm not there I'm not going to risk injury or like uh and people are like, she bailed on her team. She bailed on her team. But it's like, no, she didn't. She set them up for more success because Thank she her. knew. Yeah, it's like, if you know anything about gymnastics, like she was throwing tricks that were going to hurt her score because she wasn't going to be able to do them. So if anything, she helped Team USA.
2: And like, she was there. And I know she's a leader of that group. Like, it's not like she's like, all right, I'm getting on a plane and leaving, goodbye. Like, she stayed there. She's still there, whatever. And I, I don't know who said it today, but I saw it somewhere and someone was like, imagine work they're like we all have like oh like I have this to look forward to at work like I have to like prepare for this imagine you're the best gymnast in the world and you're training for the Olympics like the biggest moment like this is what you've been training for you have to be like 200 percent in there uh, with that otherwise like if you fail that's gonna crush you (laughs) like yeah with it and then of course all on top of it, all the crazy shit with usa gymnastics that just makes it so much worse
0: oh my god this is literally a pts detour for this poor girl like the last time she was in an Olympics, she was literally being sexually assaulted like tell like you can't tell me that that's not what's happening it's it's just it's so insane to me and even if it's not even if nothing like that ever happened to this girl who the fuck are you to say on your couch at home eating doritos but she bailed on her team and isn't helping them win gold. Like, where the fuck are your medals?
2: No, it's like, okay, you're talking all this game. Imagine, like, we don't know half of what the shit she has to go through. I'm like, you're training all the time. You have no free time. Like, again, everything's been leading up to this moment. Like, this is your entire life, and you have to put your mental health on hold, which just is not healthy, especially yeah. when you're, again. And like you said, it's like a PTSD environment. Like, Hey, remember the last time you're here and everything was god awful? Like, you were so depressed. Well, here you are back again. And now you have all this pressure on you. And also, you can't break. So, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's like, people are, love. yeah, people are talking shit about her for like getting paid for all these commercials and stuff. And it's like, what's that TikTok? It's like, yeah. And you do it too for a check or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let, yeah. NCAA athletes are making money off of their image. Fuck off. She's won so many medals for this country. Like, Go back to your fucking Doritos and go watch something else. But like in typical 2021 fashion, I feel like this games has been like really awesome for like civil discourse. Like after that, and like, I don't know if you saw this, I tweeted about it, but the Norwegian handball team was like fine for wearing shorts instead of bikini bottoms to compete in. And everyone's fucking losing their minds. Like, oh, it's a uniform. They know like football players have to wear helmets. Fuck that dude. Like that's so sexist. I I wouldn't want to play in fucking bikini bottoms either. Like if why aren't dudes playing speedos then? That.
2: I did see that. Yeah. And they're like, why do we need to wear bikinis? Who is that for? If this is like we're come we're the ones playing the sport. Like yeah. it's not just for your entertainment.
0: Yeah. And then it's like you have assholes like Charlie Kirk, that kid that we both retweeted, who's talking shit about like Simone Biles and how she's like a like a sociopath or whatever he called her and stuff. And it's like, fuck off. Like Stop exploiting people for their bodies. Like, yeah, it's the Olympics, but there's a reason they bring, like, people to sub in or, like, they have shorts in their kit. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Honestly, like, wouldn't that, like, hurt them because it would restrict their movement? So if you want, like, it just, it doesn't make sense to me.
2: Also, I just like to say, do we think any of these people are even watching the Olympics? <laughs> like, do I don't know. Even, are, is anyone watching that's bitching about this? Because it's usually just old men. that don't really think care about gymnastics. They just want to yeah. complain. Yeah, and yeah. Like-
0: and, yeah. And the thing is, the thing is too, is it's like how long, like, I mean, you've been on Twitter for a long time. I just recently kind of got back into the Twitter thing, but it's like, I remember the last Olympics, like watching tweets go viral about like the women's beach volleyball team, like, oh, this chick's so hot, like blah, 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 or like, you know, whatever. It's like, I don't want to be looked at like that. Like neither do these people. It's like, they just want to play their sport and go home and represent their country. Like if, if they're uncomfortable with a uniform, I think that that speaks volumes that it should be changed.
2: Yeah, you work so hard to get there and if that's the one thing you're like hey can we not like I don't want to be looked at in that way and they're like nope sorry like okay you didn't put in the work like can you at least give me like two that's the other thing at the Olympics there's a lot that's just so like archaic still about the Olympics that I think kind of ruins it like they could do so much better
0: oh my god yeah <laughs> uh,
2: Emmanuel a yeah
0: emmanuel archo's comments about shakari richardson smoking pot and like a javelin thrower i swear to god i almost like ran put my head through a wall i was like you literally don't even burn like not even one time good
2: rule of thumb is if you can't do what they can do keep your mouth shut <laughs> yeah <laughs> so exactly. Talented. yeah
0: like the savior of these olympics has been jagger eaten because like skateboarding's back the uniforms for skateboarding yep. are sick Imagine if we had this when, like, Tony Hawk, Pro Skater was a thing. This would have been fucking sweet. Also, how, how, you can't tell me that a skateboarder did not test positive for weed before the Olympics. Like, shut the fuck up. I saw TikTok about
2: that. They're like, they must just not test them or something. Like, otherwise, there, there'd be no skateboarding. There wouldn't be skateboarding if you're testing them for weed.
0: Oh, Jagger Eaton, another person I would let record my butt at work. Him and Aaron (laughs) Rodgers and pft those those that's it that, those are the people that's that's it like literally those it. Are the
2: magic three
0: yes uh <laughs> and maybe maybe christian yelich like i think that that's probably it that I was
2: thinking, yeah. It. yeah Yes.
0: all right so that's it that's that's our hierarchy okay. perfect all right <laughs> anybody else thinking about recording somebody's butt if you're not on that list don't
2: don't do it that's right um, it's
0: weird (laughs) yeah fucking weird all right so our last segment second segment that we are going to repeat every show until we have some other segments or we start recording more twitter follower fan whatever you want to call it instagram comment DM of the week this is where we are going to give attention to our trolls uh because we have a love-hate relationship with you i i don't know about you i kind of love trolls because it's always like I love when people pop off on them or they're just so, like, belligerently stupid that it's fucking fantastic. And it's, like, you seriously are sitting at home, like, tweeting me about, like, how much people hate me, but you follow me.
2: Yeah, that's my thing. I'm so 50-50 with Twitter trolls because sometimes they're just so stupid. It's funny and it makes it so easy to just, like, dunk on them. But other times, I'm just like, can you just, like, leave me alone? Like, it's not even funny anymore. Like, I block you. I just don't really care because I know then you'll think you'll win something. But oh she, I don't block they're just kind of annoying no I don't block oh I so, block
0: so many people
2: oh my god no so many I want,
0: people. this is where we differ you're too sweet and sensitive and I'm like I will shove a stick up your ass <laughs> I literally <laughs> this like this is tweeted, exactly where we yes are. yes I tweeted someone this week and I said kiss my <laughs> ass old man but like I don't like Danielle Mert. like got like screenshots from me and a girl who works at work at in over that Nick whatever guy and like trolled him yeah. so hard and I reposted it and literally said suck a fat dick nerd and I still didn't block him on anything
2: no I was soon as they say something that I'm like wait that actually hurt my feelings block and then I'll still see what makes it worse is I go back and see and then they just continue to talk and I'm like why am I still looking at these
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah they literally will like talk to themselves if I have people who like just like string tweet at me but my favorite my favorite <laughs> troll this week has been this like crazy crazy man and he tweeted me after I said like I'm ready to run through like a brick wall because training camp is back or whatever and he was like that's just your like liberal basic bitch cream filled latte and your Adderall tweak out after your antidepressants and I was just like huh okay well I drink black coffee I wish I had an Adderall prescription and I should probably be on antidepressants so you're like wrong but not
2: yeah so he's like 10% on the ball
0: maybe yeah and like honestly like that would would be fucking sick if I had an Adderall prescription and a like coffee I'd be buzzing we would have done this like weeks ago this podcast would have been up I don't like ten years ago. If I were that motivated, are you kidding me? And saying, if I were not, depressed, like,
2: eight episodes up already.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> if I were depressed and I had coffee and Adderall, oh my god, I would be. Oh yes, please. Like that's not even a diss. I'm like, if that's you, fucking you, go off, queen. Good for fucking you.
1: Like right, straight up.
0: Yeah, he's fantastic. I don't. Oh god, I I tried to find him on LinkedIn because that's my favorite thing to do. So if you troll me on the internet, don't have a LinkedIn or don't yeah. use your real name. <laughs> Who? last but not least final final thing of our episode who is your who's your twitter twitter or instagram dm or tweeter of the week
2: okay my favorite was definitely i have it pulled up right here actually because i just found it i was like i need to just say it word for word what this tweet. Yeah, so yeah it's actually just the viral tweet i had and all right so i'll just read the viral tweet i was like a boy messaged me on Instagram, this is really weird, we matched at dating app like four years ago, and you said you want to be a sports writer, and I just came across an article of yours, so congrats. This guy responded because you ghosted him looking for Zac Efron instead of I guy this. who will love you.
0: I saw this, <laughs> I like, and little did this ask from did know, this guy- <laughs> you got so famous off of this, it's insane. And like,
2: first of all, clearly you've never been on a dating app because sometimes you just stop talking to people. It just happens. It's nothing, it's not something one person did. It just happens. Yeah. Second of all, because that tweet went viral, it's been like all over Instagram now. And the kid who messaged me that actually sent me as soon as I saw I had Instagram DM from him again. I was like, Oh no. I was like, he's definitely seen it. And he sent it to me. And he was like, ha ha. Like, and I was like, Oh, that's too funny. He goes, all the comments are saying what a great guy I am. And I'm just like, damn right. <laughs> He's like, I oh, love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of my friends sent me that on Instagram, sent me the meme. And I was like, that's my co-host. And he was like, no way. And I was like, yes way. That is Sarah. But I, I had like something like that happen this week too. I, which is really funny because this has never, ever, ever happened to me before. But I matched with this kid yeah. and he was like, oh, I follow you on Twitter. And I was like, what? What? And so I tweeted about it, and someone responded, I was like, uh, someone on like Hinge messaged me that they followed me on Twitter. I don't know what's worse, the fact that he sees what I put on the internet and swipe right or whatever. And someone was like, looks like a lot like that SKG tweet. And I was like, all right, dude, whatever, like fuck off. And then I responded to it, and like updated the tweet that he was like mad that I called him a kid and not a guy. And I guess he was at the bar that night, and like showed his friend the tweet, and he was like, no, dude, I saw that today on Twitter. didn't know it was about him like followed me too and I'm like what is I don't have zero following (laughs) compared to you and I'm like all right well why the fuck like what and now you're famous and I'm just sitting here like these hinge guys really do be out here
2: no that's that's why so I have I do have hinge I go on it like once every couple weeks and I'll go on and like it'll be like oh I think I follow you on Twitter oh one of your tweets came up so I was like I don't want to I don't care I don't want to know. Don't tell me that. Like
0: Guys who don't life, have social so I, media. Don't tell me. Yeah. Guys who have social, who don't have social media are like 10 times hotter. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, if you don't have social media, like, yes, daddy. When I got dumped,
2: I was making all those breakup TikToks and I was like, well, this is the one place he doesn't follow me. His mom doesn't follow me. His brother doesn't follow me. So <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to let it all out here. So I'm like, yeah. I just want to put it out somewhere. Like, I just want to... <laughs> I have so much to say, and then I'm like, I go back and look. I'm like, delete, delete, delete. What the fuck was wrong with you? I <laughs> found a lot of feelings. <laughs> I kept some of them up because I was like, they're kind of funny now. They're a little you funny. Just,
0: you, you need a burner, like a feelings burner.
2: <laughs> oh, I do. I have like a Twitter, like burner, and it's literally it's private. And I just I like will go through and look at like trolls and stuff, and then I get my anger out there. I'm like, they'll never see it. But just know I was really mean to you.
0: How would they know? <laughs> You'll never How would know they know I was mean to you? <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, I don't. I don't have anything else. I think that this was like a good first episode. Do you? Do you have anything else you want to say?
2: No, I think we covered all our bases for a yeah. good intro episode.
0: Yeah, we crushed it. So thanks so much for listening to Saturdays and Selters first ever episode my name is Kendra Middleton you can follow me at Kendra Middleton on Instagram and at Kenny with an I Middleton on Twitter Sarah where can the people find you you can
2: find me on Twitter at skg underscore 18 on yeah Twitter and Instagram
0: awesome well I want to give a thanks to Sarah for being my awesome co-host and being here Russ Mazakowski for taking our photos. KR, who's going to be doing our intro music. Um, Sarah, do you want to shout out our graphics guy? Yes, yeah, Sean Palmer, thank you so much
2: for all your hard work. We appreciate it. If
0: you're still here and you're not our mom, yeah, if you're still here and you're not our mom, yeah, what the hell you do? We you got that, that you juice. Saturday Fresh piece cute.
1: Uh, I can tell you, new, new, and it ain't just people. you. going to think just you. It's your whole damn crew, gotta hit us on mute. Cause they love that view. Keep looking at you, ain't nothing new. This is not their world they know you run the city every town every borough they know you keep it real keep it classy keep it thorough with Sundays are for the boys the Saturdays for the girls get them girl get them girl cuz this is not their world they know you run the city every town every borough they know you keep it real keep it classy keep it thorough with Sundays are for the boys the Saturdays for the girls get them Saturday, y'all. Uh, Saturdays in Celsius. <laughs> With your hosts, Kendra and Sarah. Uh, y'all know who it is. It's your boy KR. a kiss on the track. <laughs> Let's go.